The gag order has been lifted. Trump haters are going to be infuriated. Uh, they also don't like the rule of law. You, if you can't separate the things, you don't really have a society, do you? You just got mobs going from one anger point to another anger point. You know, like kids on a college campus. Nope, adults on a college campus. Parents, it's time to go get your kids. I know, I know, they're 18, they're 19, they can make their own decision. And you need to provide them moral clarity, and somehow, they ain't getting it. That wouldn't be true of all students, but it's true of enough if we're celebrating a letter from Osama bin Laden. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. I'll get to the bin Laden thing and, and what I think that is. But a New York judge from an appeals court lifting the gag order on Trump and his team. This coming from uh, the judge, uh, Arthur Ngorin, in October. The appeals court judge, David Friedman, put a stay on the order. Ngorin said there would be a gag order to block all parties from making derogatory statements about his court staff. He fined Trump $5,000 for violating the order on social media, and again, uh, five days later, another 10000 and then threatened to imprison him. Gag orders don't allow Trump to engage a defense. And you're saying to me, but he can say what he wants to say in the courtroom. He has other defenses he has to be concerned with. And some people answer, well, that's his, his running for president isn't our problem. No, his running for president is the whole thing. You knew he was going to run for president two years ago. You could have brought these trials two years ago. You didn't. You wanted election interference, and now you've got it. And you pretend, oh, no, this is just how it works. Lying frauds, we see you. Come on, grow up. You don't want him to be able to offer up anything because you don't want him to be victorious. This is why you're trying to keep him off the ballot in Michigan and other states where you've lost, there's a whole methodology, regardless of what, what candidate you might be on in the, if you're on the political right, that the fear is, is just beyond great, the fear of, of Trump. If he's so beatable, why would you care if he's on the ballot? The fear of DeSantis. Did Jerome Adams call... Ron DeSantis, a racist, in his book. So there was a a moment uh, a couple years back where uh, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, was giving a a talk, and um, he there were these kids set up behind him, and they were all wearing masks during COVID. And he said, whoa, 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 take off the mask. I mean, you can wear it if you want, but this is ridiculous." Because he didn't want the visual, it was, I think there was like a group of 10 kids, they were black. He didn't want the visual of him, no mask, and these uh, young black kids in masks. Which is correct, because also masks don't stop COVID. Did Jerome Adams call him a racist? Oh, that's a, that is a, a, uh, a conversation worth having. But back to it. But back to it, if 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 I may. The uh, gag order is lifted. You're going to hear Trump go to town. If you believe in the rule of law, 
This is the proper answer. Now, not talking about uh, the case, you know, uh, those specifics, that's not maybe what we're talking about. But if he wants to say uh, he thinks uh, that this is a witch hunt and people are participating in a witch hunt, he can say that. You the The idea that we're going to stop people from talking or this person can't say this, super weird stuff. And why it's happening, I don't know. But it has to do with the fact that with something broken that I know we can fix, because what's our option? Because if you can't fix it, you got to go in different directions. And this is why I start with, parents, come get your kids. Save them from the people lying to them. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. There are places I Joe Biden is done placating Xi Jinping. Tony, he did call him a uh, a dictator. Yes, he did. And if you haven't seen the video of the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, squirming in his chair as he does this, oh my gosh, it's un it, it is unbelievable. And it and it, it you would love that it was a signal that Biden is just going to be clear and honest and he is a president who's going to explain what China is and what Xi Jinping is, and this was a a, a position of strength. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Great to be with you. Find everything I'm doing over at TonyKatz.com. But when you see the Secretary of State squirming, you're like, oh, they don't really want this. This is... This is just, you know, um, oh, this is just Joe forgetting where he is, how to do these things. It's, it's, it's kind of amazing to watch. But when you talk about deals potentially made and this whole, again, talk about the fossil fuels, you, you recognize the danger from the lack of recognition Ideology cannot outweigh reality. And one should never put themselves in a position where they are saying we will live up to a code that somebody else refuses to even recognize. This is where the the, the green movement has lost its mind. Somehow believing that China will come to the table on this because they recognize how important the situation is. No. And history will tell you that not only are they not there, they don't care. They don't care. So the State Department announces that it struck a deal with Chinese, the Chinese, uh, the Communist Chinese Party, to, quote, accelerate the substitution for coal, oil, and gas generation with uh, things like wind and solar power. First, I'm fine with wind and solar power. The problem is they don't work. Nuclear works. I don't know why we don't use it. 
hydrogen could very well be the future. The byproduct of hydrogen is energy is water. Just saying, that's enjoyable. I would like to see. I, I, is it? Is it? Um, Hyundai uses a hydrogen-powered uh, vehicle. I don't know if others do. I don't know, does BMW have one? Someone will share a list with me uh, over there on the X Twitter uh, at Tony Katz. These are all fine, good things, and you wouldn't care if we were using solar or wind if they worked, but they don't work. And the only way to make them work is to bring up the cost of other fuel sources, other energy sources. This goes back to Barack Obama in 2008, uh, that electricity costs would necessarily skyrocket because you're playing a comparison game. In order to make people accept wind and solar, you would have to raise the costs of energy, oil and natural gas, so people will choose the wind and solar. When that didn't work because people won't do that, and we learned this from Germany who foolishly gave up nuclear power, they were gonna rely on Russia for natural gas, thus the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And then they realized, wait, Russia actually is our enemy. Now we know what NATO's all about. And they needed energy desperately. You know what they did? They turned back on the coal power plants. They didn't go to wind and solar. They went to cheap energy because no nation will starve itself of energy for the ideological desires of some fool on the campus of a college in Indiana. They won't sacrifice themselves for Greta Thunberg. They don't give a damn about Greta Thunberg. The Just Stop Oil people, they don't do anything. They don't change anything. They cannot change reality, no matter how much they warp themselves. But when they go after the art, you should go after them. Now, I won't tell you that you should actually attack somebody. I'm telling you that if I see it in front of me, I'm going to do what I have to do. I'll talk about me. You'll do whatever you do. You should stay a fine, law-abiding American. I salute you. Tony's going to have a problem if you go after the Monets. And if you touch the hoppers, we're going to war. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And if you glue yourself to the streets, I, I don't come get you. If I'm the mayor of that, of that city, you stay right where you are. We'll just build a little fence around you. We'll drive around you. Best of luck. Glue yourself to a street and you think we have to care about you. Stop it. No country is going to starve itself of energy. No country is going to, for the sake of renewables, not have an opportunity to grow. And nations like third world nations that want to grow, nations like China that are desperate for power and expansion, aren't going to stop. So what are we actually doing? What are we actually creating? But people have noticed that deals like this are really about attacking American citizens. And we have seen this from the ideologues, for example, on the gas stoves. Who would really keep you from having a gas stove? Well, if the objective is to move you to the renewables and they weren't able to do it via the pricing conversation, they'll do it via the force because the gas stove is killing your kid. No, the gas stove is killing your kid if you keep your kid in a closet with your gas stove and just leave it on without actually cooking anything. We have studies that show that the food being cooked has more to do with uh, asthma-related issues and breathing issues than the fuel source itself. Now they want to go after gas furnaces, gas hot water heaters. 
This is ideological insanity, and it doesn't bring about a value, which is why Americans have rejected it. I favor electric cars being in the marketplace, but Americans have said, yeah, the cost is too high, and for most people, it's prohibitive. The market has spoken, and the ideologues are saying, don't care. And now you see a deal like this, which is the ideologues saying we don't care about reality. China's never going to live up to this. All communists lie. But we get to talk about a deal, and we get to further hurt Americans, which is why people look at this deal and say, oh, man, not a great value for America at all. Congressman George Santos has decided not to run for re-election, which has got to be a ploy to not be expelled from Congress. Because... He's a weird, weird dude. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning, and a liar. He used campaign funds for OnlyFans, which I just found out isn't allowed, and that's why I'm not running for Congress. Don't get me wrong. I, you know I've thought about it, right? It, it just, just as a matter of getting it out there. Uh, so... I seriously considered it in 20, was it 2020? I seriously considered it then. Uh, Was it 2018? No, it was 2020. That was serious consideration. Uh, 2022, I I did not. Uh, As uh, Congresswoman Spart said she's not going to run, it did cross my mind. I'm like, is this the time? I'm like, nah, nah. And I don't know if I would, I I just don't know if I would enjoy Congress. Those people? I mean, the idea of going to a place where it's so difficult to get anything done, that's, you got to really put your mind in a right place. And so I've thought about it. So so what would you go to do? Well, you would utilize the platform to engage other subjects and try and, and, and persuade people to a side, to a theory, to a philosophy. My gosh, it just honesty would work. Certainly being able to take on uh, uh, the, the progressive Jew haters right now with, with, with what's happening. But how about just a strong voice for capitalism, a strong voice for parents, a strong, just to be that, that might have its, uh, its own value. And I would not be a guy pushing for legislation. I'd be a guy looking to see what legislation we could remove, what regulations we could remove. That would, that would be my, my entire methodology. But every day you got to work with a guy who uses the campaign funds for OnlyFans and Botox? See, that's where it kind of falls apart. <laughs> it does. Uh, as the Ethics Committee has stated, his conduct, quote, warrants public condemnation, is beneath the dignity of the office, and has brought severe discredit upon the House. So you could see today more movement on that. There was supposed to be, I think, a move, uh, a motion to expel that was filed yesterday. Santos is calling it a disgusting, politicized smear. Sure. Whatever it is you say, kitten. Um, he's not running for re-election. I thought he was going to make a statement today or something like that. So that might come. The not running is to try not to get expelled. 
that's why he's not running. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think the, the House Republicans can. There's just so much. It is so obvious. I don't think they can. Democrats wouldn't expel him. We, we, we get the point. And I think that argument's going to come up. That argument's going to come up. You already have a very small majority. Why would you make it less so? Forget these Democrats. Just take his votes, take them off committees, and that's the end of the conversation. That may happen. As a matter of just politics, that may happen. I just, I can't imagine they don't throw him out. I just can't imagine they don't throw him out. But if we're going to throw him out, can we at least remove Rashida Tlaib from committees? Can we remove the people who have lied uh, to support a terrorist organization? Just remove them from committees. I can't throw her out. Could I at least do this? That's all I ask. Censure is not enough. There have to be wholesale changes. And you can have a different position on Israel than I do. But lying and supporting a terrorist organization should be met with something. I mean, if we're going to have standards all of a sudden, I would like to see them actually applied. And you see, uh, I, this is why I'm like, oh, oh who wants that? You want to serve, you want to help, you think you could actually be a voice, but then you see stuff like this, and you're like, I don't know if I just want, I don't know if I want to do that much in the, in the horseplay. There's got to be a better way to be of service. Like Governor. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. There are so many Black Friday deals out right now. I'm comparing TVs, producer Jonathan. See, I'm I, I'm not getting married, so I couldn't put one on my registry, like some people I know, named producer Jonathan. So I'm gonna have to go buy one the old-fashioned way. I'm just I'm I'm trying to figure out the differences. I am I'm failing miserably. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyCats.com. In the Bud Light saga, it is now being reported that uh, while you do have more Budweiser uh, executives resigning, the chief of marketing for the U.S. is walking out the door. Benoit, Benoit Garbe? I believe that's how you pronounce uh, pronounce his name. Will resign at the end of the year to embark on a new chapter in his career. And the chief commercial officer will be taking over all aspects of marketing, including brand plans and portfolio strategy. This, of course, is all about Dylan Mulvaney, who is a man, claims to be a woman, and people celebrate as a woman because they hate women. Um... They had utilized Dylan Mulvaney as a brand ambassador. Well, we, we, they put it, they made a can with his face on it. And uh, they were going to show how they could be, you know, more uh, welcoming and inclusive and bright. They said, hey, Bud Light drinkers, we hate you. We hate you. Is, is, is what they said. And people walked away. They walked away. We now know. And I, 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 I didn't know that this was a news story. I think we all just assumed this. They paid Dylan Mulvaney over at Bud Light. And I think it was some number close to 150 grand. 
That's what that's what Bud Light did. One hundred eighty-five thousand. Sorry, did I say one hundred fifty grand? Uh, Stephen Crowder saying he's got the data. One hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars. They paid Neil Patrick Harris two hundred forty thousand dollars. So good, good, good on good on Neil Patrick Harris. That's a lot of money to pay somebody who lies about who they are. But, you know, we, people pay performance artists all the time. And yes, I refer to Dylan Mulvaney as a performance artist. And now uh, Bud Light has set up the deal with, with uh, the UFC, which I think was smart for the UFC to take. I think Dana White's uh, explanation of it is, is it, it's not that it's weak. It's a, what do you expect the man to say? I run a company here. They're going to give us millions of dollars. We were able to get some extra money out of them because they're desperate. It's good for the brand. I mean, it's it's good for us because we get to stay in business. So we're going to do it, and we'll take the bet that even with Bud Light as a sponsor, we won't suffer. Backing him up is Kid Rock. This was, remember, Kid Rock famously uh, shot up the Bud Light cans. Well, now here's Kid Rock the other day uh, with Sean Hannity. Because I want the drivers back to work. I want the warehouse workers back to work. The guys loading the trucks back to work because they didn't do what this. What nobody's talked about yet is like, you know, I've heard people say, well, they can get other jobs. The center's like, what about their livelihoods? That's it's the thing that a like, high paying career. I know jobs. people that work for there and it's not so cool to be wearing around that blue shirt anymore. You know, going to space. And this is why they have a problem right now is like, I can let the thing go. It's like. You know, I figured this out. I thought about this a lot. It's like, as a conservative, more importantly, a patriot, I don't want to be in the party of cancel cultures and boycotts that ultimately hurt working class people that have no dogs, especially in this fight. They didn't have a dog in this fight. As a God-fearing man, as a Christian, I got to believe in forgiveness. They made a mistake. All right. What do you want to hold their head underwater and drown them and kill people's jobs? I don't want to do that. But I hope at the same time, I'm not their biggest. I don't want to be their biggest cheerleader. It's like I want them to show me something to get me back. Right. As a consumer, as a drinker, you, you know what I mean? What have they done, Kid Rock? Uh, first, um, you, you, you see from that how the left wins. <laughs> I'm a big believer in concepts of grace. But they never admitted what they did. They looked at their audience and said, we hate you. And they looked at a liar and said, we will celebrate you. And that's what they told us the brand is. Remember, Dylan Mulvaney might be a performance artist, as I refer to him, but it's based on a lie. And we're all supposed to be in on the lie. No one ever thought that RuPaul was really a woman. It was a wink and a nod, and we said, oh, what a performance. Now we're supposed to believe, and we get attacked, and we're told that we're terrible, and we're told that if you drink Bud Light, you're just frat culture. Where's the apology? Where's the recognition that hating people is valueless? Where's the recognition that women are women and men are men? So what is it that Kid Rock is doing? Well... I think he's trying to maybe figure out a, an opportunity for himself. Maybe he's helping his friend Dana White. Maybe he, ju- he just says, I, I, I don't want to live like this, which I can appreciate because I think the vast majority of us don't want to live like this. It's a nasty way to live. The left is very good at it. 
they're better at the nastier. They, they are. They are. Just, I think the data shows that. But what have they shown you? And the answer is nothing. I would say this to him directly. I'm not going to worry about a guy who wears his sunglasses indoors. Good on him. I'm going to go on Hannity's show and I'm going to wear a fur stole and sunglasses. Look at me. Dude, man, you do you, kitten. But maybe the question should be asked, what have they shown? What has Bud Light shown? What has Anheuser-Busch shown? And I would argue it's, it's nothing. I would argue that they haven't shown anything. And I think the argument should be, I'd love to go back to Bud Light, but what have they done to, to, to bring me back? Where's the apology? Where's the recognition of women? Where's the recognition that the people who drink Bud Light aren't bad people? Oh, it's nowhere? I'm out. And for me personally, I'm out. Let them show real contrition. Then we could talk about saving their brand. Matt Bear's got traffic.